All right, Wayne Bettis here, the founder of the Off The Tools podcast. I just want to introduce you to our brand new sponsor, directplumbingsupplies.com. It is founded by a former tradesman who has set up his own plumbing and heating merchants. He has an online shop, which is obviously at directplumbingsupplies.com, and he delivers across the UK. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the show. You are now listening to Off The Tools with the one and only Wayne Bettis. If you're passionate and driven and focused in what you do, people will take notice. You, you can achieve anything you want to achieve in life. The excuses are not valid. Welcome to the next episode of the Off The Tools podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Bettis, and today I have a fantastic guest to introduce, Mr. Tom Rebar from The Contractor Fight. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Wayne. How are you doing today? Uh, very well, very well. Pumped up as usual. Want to make a good impact on everyone's that's right, day man. that's listening. You're a high energy guy. I like that, man. You're like I try to you know, be. Yeah, I every time I be. talk to you, you're like you're all full energy and, and enthusiasm. That's contagious, man. It's good stuff. So <laughs> I have to control my hands. I'm I'm uh-huh. one of these speakers that that speaker around. So you might see me sit up. So you're Italian too. is what you're saying, right? Well, so. I think there must be something in me, yeah, <laughs> definitely, because I just I just can't help it. It just it just comes. <laughs> yep. I love right. it. Right. So for the listeners over here, you know, my, mm-hmm. my, my audience is mainly UK yeah. tradesmen and women. Um, just give us a bit of an introduction into, into who you are. Yeah. So I uh, grew up outside of Chicago and uh, spent some time in the Marine Corps over here, got out of the Marine Corps, worked for my uncle's painting company, fast forward, started my own, uh, grew it, um, you do, we were doing about three, 400 projects a year. I sold my half of that company back in 2011, 2012. Um, somebody tapped me on the shoulder. This is the fast version. Somebody tapped me on the shoulder, said, hey, speak at this event, you know, about building a business and stuff, because I know you did. And um, I spoke at this event. Next thing I know, somebody else tapped me on the shoulder, said, hey, do you do any coaching? And now we have the contractor fight where we literally coach tens of thousands of contractors all over the globe. Um, and we, we do um, a lot of it through our podcast, the contractor fight. We do it through our contractor fight TV on YouTube. Um, one of the things I'm most proud of my team and what we're doing is we produce more free content for home improvement contractors to help them win um, in their business and their life and all that. We produce more free stuff than anybody on the planet. We'll continue to do that. We tell people all the time, like our mission here is to help bring respect and dignity back to the trades. Well, I can fulfill that mission, whether you pay me or not. Right. Uh, and so, but if we just tell people you want to move faster and have a great community, then, you know, join one of our programs. Otherwise this stuff is out there, man. And, you know, we just want to help people win more. And so, uh, so yeah, we've been doing that. I've got, um, I live in Colorado Springs right now. Um, and let's see what else we got going on. Um, 
uh, in the next couple months, I got a TV show where I'm the host that's coming out on HGTV over here in the United States called Unfinished Business, where I go in with a team and we help people finish projects that have, have been stalled. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, we got a lot going on here, man, in the fight, but we're, we're excited about it and I appreciate you having me. All right. So sounds, sounds epic, man. I think you, you touched a very good point there about the free content that, yeah. that you've, that you've got. And, and I think that's partly what made me join your, your group and sort of get, mm-hmm. get involved with, with you a little bit was because I'm on a similar mission here. You know, yeah. I, I produce uh, nowhere near the levels of content that you produce, but my aim was always to help the industry, to help that individual mm-hmm. person, small business owner, contractor, whoever it might be first before the money. You know, I, yep. I knew just through common sense that money would be calm and there'd be opportunities to know, mm-hmm. to, to do things on that front. But oh yeah, it, it's, it's great to hear that you are on a very similar mission because Unfortunately, as with any industry, you know, there's certain things goes on where money is more at the forefront. So, so it's yeah. a relief to hear you you say that the mission is to help first, which is fantastic. Well, contractors are um, some of the greatest men and women around, right? Big servant hearts would bend over backwards for you. You know, they're the people crawling under your car at church when the car won't start and helping you fix a tire or whatever it is like it's um, and sadly most contractors are stealing from their families, right? Because they haven't, they haven't leveled up their business skills as much as their trade skills. And they don't sell at the prices they should sell at, and it takes money out of their pocket. I've seen so many people spend a lifetime in the trades and then they get to the end, they don't have a retirement, they have nothing to show for it. You know, the average contractor over here is up to his eyeballs in debt and only makes 50, 60, $70,000 a year. And so, um, you know, one of, one of our big things here is, you know, we we try to help, help you stop stealing time, money, and memories from your family, you know? And yeah. I mean, again, I, it, I, I know there's some similarities, but like for the past, I'm 52. And as long as I could remember our country over here, our education system has been telling people that the trades are a good plan B if you can't, if you don't go to college. Right. And um, and that if you don't go to college, you're stupid or you're not going to be successful and this and that, now, that's a bunch of crap. Right. So, um, so I, I'm on a mission, like I said, to bring respect and dignity back to the trades. And I think one of the ways to do that, um, is we got to make the money that we're worth. I mean, you know, money, like it or not, money's part of our world. And people often look at contractors and go, Oh, you can't make any money in the trades. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you know how many millionaires I'm friends with that are that are contractors that are in the trades that are crushing it. I mean, I got, you know, one of my business partners, his two top foremen, um, they were making a hundred grand a year putting in water features, you know, as as foreman in the company. And then they ended up buying the company and now they're multimillionaires. Yeah. You know, so it's like there's so many opportunities in the trades. And I just I'm tired of the world telling us that, you know, um, we're not worth the money that we deserve. It's, it's so. fascinating to hear that it sounds like it's exactly the same in the States as it is in the UK. You know, it's it seemed as if you're naughty at school, go go and become a tradesperson. If, yeah. you, if you fail at something, go and be a trade. You know, it's always that mm-hmm. that second chance, that 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 plan B. When mm-hmm. in reality, you know, <laughs> you know, I, you you can earn the money in this industry is, is it right. in essence infinite, isn't it? Because you're, you, mm-hmm. you can create your own opportunities. 
If you yeah. go down a corporate route or become a lawyer or, or doctor, you know, you're train tracked. Yeah, you can earn good money and you're doing a great thing, obviously. But that's what I love. I love the freedom that being a tradesperson and a business owner creates. It is so easy to win in this. And because most contractors won't pay attention to the things that we're going to talk about today. They don't nail on head they, they right there. <laughs> yeah, they don't pay attention or implement the things that we teach in our content online and all this other stuff. Like, and if you just all right, give me 25% of the effort you put into learning your create your craft. Give me 25% of that into being a better business person, and you will crush it. You will just absolutely crush it. It doesn't take yeah. much. And so. and you're something that I always preach is you only have to be better than those around you. Right. You know, so, and the standard again, back, I can only talk about the UK, but it sounds very similar. Isn't that high. <laughs> you know, no. you don't have to be mm. outstanding to really excel, you know, like it, it's it, the opportunity is just so huge. And it's, it's, I just don't know. But it's also so fundamental. I don't understand why why it has such a bad reputation. I just don't get it because, yeah. you know, everyone needs a house. Everyone needs clean mm -hmm. water. Everyone needs electric. Everyone, you know, so why is it not valued? I just, I, yeah, baffles me. Well, it's not sexy, right? It's not, you know, it's not a cool job where you can, you know, sit and do some coding on a computer and make hundreds of thousands of dollars or, you know, whatever. And it's, and it's hard. It's hard work too. A lot of it's hard work. And I don't know, man, I I'm older and getting crusty, I guess, but it's like, you know, I think that our society doesn't value that, that tough, hard work ethic. Like it once did. I, I know there's pockets of it, of course, but I'm just saying like, yeah. um, I, you know, I don't know. We make a big deal out of um, kids going to college and they do all these posts on social media, but you know, I, I saw a company on LinkedIn not too long ago. Every time they hire a kid out of high school, they do like a signing day, like the athletes do. Oh, and they got yeah. the company backdrop and they take all these pictures and they shoot it out to the press. And they're like, Hey, Johnny just got out of high school. And in two years, he's going to have no debt and make 90 grand a year working for our company. You know, like welcome Johnny. <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. So, Loving that. <laughs> yeah, it was, It's pretty cool marketing for that. So, but yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, those listening, you know, we, um, you know, you got to win, man. If you're going to be in this win, do it right. Don't, don't make your business a hobby um, and treat it like it's the the thing that you've wanted it to be right. Like a, we, we all started money or the business. Cause we wanted to make more money. We could do it better than our boss. And we wanted the freedom. Yeah. On man, some free. level, those things are in there. Right. Yeah. Yet yeah. the, I, the irony is we end up being shackled to the business. We can never turn it off. We're, going into debt, not making the money that we should be making because we just don't commit to what I call winning the contractor fight, which is the war between your ears. You know, it's, it's the battleground, the six inches between my ears is where I have to win the fight every day. And that starts with, you know, how I view myself and my self-worth. And, you know, we have a thing, you know, in our community called owning your crap, like look in the mirror and you got to acknowledge like a, where your character is not where it needs to be so that you can deal with it and then move on to the success that you want, you know? And for many, many years, I thought I was stupid. I was in a special ed class for two years in grade school. I rode the little short bus, we call it over here. And, um, 
And that was some baggage I carried around with me for decades as an adult. And I had successful businesses and I was a decorated United States Marine and I did all these cool things, but I still was way underachieving because I had this baggage that I truly believed that I was stupid. I just didn't believe I was smart. I was horrible in school. And, um, you know, and then I decided, you know, this is something I got to go toe to toe with. I got to fix this stuff because I'm, I'm tired of carrying the weight of my crap around with me. And, you know, and everybody's got some crap. It might be that you, um, I have a lot of crap. Like one of my other loads that I was carrying around with me was the whole, uh, um, you know, Reber's never make any money. Okay. Nobody in my family really ever made a lot of money. We just don't make money. That's for other people. And that was the story I was telling myself. And, you know, we, we have a thing we call T-bar, T-B-A-R, where your thoughts, they guide what you believe and what you believe guides your actions and your actions get you the results you want. So if I'm telling my, allowing my thoughts to say, Reavers don't make money, blah, 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 then my belief will be that, right? And then you will never act in conflict with what you believe. So if I know I need to raise my prices, but I don't truly believe I'm worth it and Reavers aren't going to make money then I won't take the action to raise my prices and get the result that I want. So what we put into our mind is incredibly important, man. Yeah. I always, the first conversation I have with people when I'm, when, when they reach out is, is basically that, you know, it's what, what you put in, in here is just as important as what you eat and drink, you know, if not more, because it, uh, the thoughts that you have, are the most powerful things and and you you have a direct choice to change that you know yeah. and and so many people for, i i don't know whether it's through naivety whether it's laziness whether it's just the mm. the unknown you know they just don't understand that battle of yeah. of what goes on in here i think you, you you've summed it up brilliant the battle between the 6 inches up there is is so true there there's some data out there that the average adult or the average person has six, 70 to 90,000 thoughts a day. And, and that about 90% of those thoughts are negative or they're on autopilot from what you thought the day before and the day before and the day before. And most of our thoughts are obviously subconscious, right? Like we just act subconsciously. Um, so that's why it's so important that we take the initiative, we throw the first punch every day and start putting things into our brain that we want into our brain. I have a thing that um, I, I always share this because it's just, um, it, it's changed my life. But for quite a while, I've been several years, I've been, uh, I have a thing called my legacy, whoops, almost dropped my phone, uh, my, called my legacy statement. And I got the name of that from my coach, but it has my code, you know, my code of conduct, how I show up every day. You know, it's got uh, a bunch of, all these green check marks you see there are my affirmations. Um, like, and these are things that I tell myself, like, um, I am a machine who fuels his mind and body with jet fuel. Like I tell myself every day, it helps me eat a little bit healthier, right? Um, I am a magnet for money and success. All right. Uh, I could go on and on. I'm here's one. Um, because I'm a very emotional person. I'm in control of my emotions and don't let them bitch slap me. <laughs> Okay. Like that's my thing. Like, and, and I got a bunch of them, but every day, several times a day, I say this stuff, I read it out loud to myself. I'll, I'll write things down because if I don't take control of my thoughts, it's going to be on autopilot from the crap that I grew up with or whatever. So I, um, I, you know, it's, it's really, I love hearing this because mm -hmm. it's something that I've embraced over the last few years. And it was a book called the secret 
that 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 sort of sparked mm-hmm. the affirmations and stuff to me. But you mentioned about writing stuff down. You know, like I was on a call earlier and mm-hmm. something triggered it. I don't know if you can see it. Just it basically says discipline equals freedom. Right there, you go. Uh, yeah, I think it was Jocko Willink. Jocko, that, that that's from Jocko. That in, yep, that's, yeah, that's his book too. Yep. Uh, and um, I've always, I wrote it down at the time, one, so I didn't forget it. And I could look at like, and basically this now, this little pink slip will stay on my desk until I want to do a bit more research into what I, what, what that meant for me. Why did I write it down? You know, explore it and, and, and feed my brain yeah. off of that. Cause it was important at the time. Yep. So. Dude. So this is funny, man. Uh, uh, Cause I had, like I said, I had all this financial head trash and negative self-talk from growing up. And I mean, everybody in my family was like, bankrupt, broke in debt, like never earned a lot of money. Like it's just a, it was a mess. And I'm like, I don't want to be like that. So when I started, I first started literally just writing down like three affirmations every morning. And the first one I wrote and the one I've I've written and read every day now for several, several years is I'm a magnet for money and success. Right? So dude, when I started writing that down, craziest thing, probably three or four days after I started writing that down and just looking at it several times a day throughout the day, I would just be like, I remember I was outside of a building one day and I'm on the phone and I'm just pacing around on the, on the phone, talking to this guy. And I looked down, there's a $20 bill and I'm like, Oh, cool. And I put the money in my pocket. Then like the next day I go somewhere else and there's like $5 bill. It just like rolls up to me. Like literally the wind blew a $5 bill. And it's just crazy. Those are small kind of goofy little things, but the other, then the other thing I started telling myself is uh, making money is easy. I just started putting that into my brain. So, dude, not only do I have like these bills of money, like just showing up all the time now, um, crap has been happening in our businesses at a level that is so crazy just because I truly believe that it's just easy to make money and money just wants to come hang out with me. Like yeah. I just, I just start. To, so I encourage anybody, whatever your thing is tell yourself a different story, man. And because what happens again, I'm not like a brain doctor or anything like that, but we have a thing called the RAS, our reticular activating system. That's so basically whatever you tell your brain is important. Your RAS will find more evidence for it. Okay. So if you're walking around right now going, nobody wants to work, everyone's lazy. Nobody wants to come into the trades, blah, blah, blah. It's hard to find people. You're going to, your brain will find more evidence for that. If you flip the script I had a friend of mine who started telling himself, there's plenty of people that want to work in my company. I, you know, there's, I know my foreman is going to, is going to call me any day now. Like he started doing this, like within three or four days, he had a new foreman. Like it just, I don't, again, I don't know how it works. It just works. Or it's like you go and you buy a red truck and then all of a sudden you're driving home in your red truck and you're looking around you're like, what did everyone go buy a red truck today? Cause you told your brain, the red truck is important. So now you see more red trucks. Or when you're walking through an airport and uh, it's loud, it's crowded, and you hear, hey, Tom, or you just hear the name Tom or your own name, right? Wayne, you can, you, it, like, it cuts through all the other noise because your name is important to you. And you're like, hey, somebody said my name. And, you know, it was like 100 yards away in an airport. I, so, I read something on that recently. And, it, yeah. and basically the question was, what's the two most important words in mm-hmm. the, in the world, in any language, you know, anywhere you are that would make you stop in your tracks, you know, read that article if it was at the top of it or switch mm-hmm. to that channel and it's your name. And yeah. it's, yeah, could you just, it's like 
I believe that with everything's like a frequency. I'm not scientific right, right. enough to understand it, but I believe in that, that there's, there's different frequencies and what you admit mm-hmm. you, we transmit and we receive. So it all works. Yeah. I think you gave it a name at the back of the skull, didn't you? I can't even yeah, the RAS man, the reticular yeah. activating system. And it's, it's in essence, the antenna, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. And, and, the easiest way I heard it explained by some brain scientists I heard on a podcast one day, he said, basically, if it's simple as this, if you tell your brain that something's important, it will give you more of that thing. Yeah. Okay. So if, if you, that's why I do these affirmations, right? Like that's why, you know, um, you know, the, the number one affirmation that I have on my thing here, we talked about family and stuff and this and that is I'm the king in my home who fiercely protects the minds, hearts, and bodies of my queen and our kids. That's the first thing I read to myself every morning. Yeah. Like, like I'm, my family is brutally important to me. Mine you is know? one that I learned from, yeah. from another coach. And it's if the king doesn't rise, the kingdom dies. You know, there and you I go. say, it, I say it every day, you know, and mm-hmm. um, I, do you know, like it's hard to, you can't sell this on people. Can you, that people have got to try it to believe it i i I feel you know we could sit here till we're blue in the face to say that it's impacted our lives and it's and it's made change happen but until someone who is listening to this or watching this actually implements it i suppose it's like anything isn't it the knowledge is worthless Mm -hmm. unless people take action with it yeah well the other thing here is you can't just think the stuff and stuff magically changes for you. You have to, like I said, you got to control your thoughts. And over time, those thoughts truly become what you believe. And then you act in accordance with what you believe. And that action is what gets you the result. Yeah. Okay. But we're not going to take the proper actions consistently if we're not um, feeding our thoughts and our beliefs. And so there's, there's some patience that's involved here. You know, like you got to be consistent. You got to, and you have to take the action. I mean, you've seen this. How many, how many people read a book, listen to a podcast, hear something about growing their business and they get this, you know, I got this golden nugget here that, you know, that's going to change my business. And a year later, they haven't done anything with it. They didn't implement it. They didn't take any action. Um, And, and I'm also just, you know, being brutally honest here, there's part of this that I'm confused on too, with this brain stuff, because I also believe that there's an element of even before I believe something, I just need to take some action and my confidence will build in that thing to where then my belief will be fulfilled. If that makes sense. Yes. Like sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta take the action and the belief will follow the confidence will come and things like that. So I think it's a little bit of both, but action is faith. I would call that, wouldn't it? Like you have to have faith in, in that, that Mm -hmm. next step, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But you're talking about a lot of people. I can but, see behind you, you know, all of, all of your, 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 your words and, and the, the yeah. stuff you're surrounding yourself with. That's all part of it, isn't it? It is, man. And it's, um, we're pretty, well, I can see determination, it, perseverance. Yeah. I can't see everyone that you've got execution there, but, and yeah. things like that. Um, but yeah, I, um, and I also think it's super important. You know, you said you can't sell this to somebody, right? They got to want to try it. But I think one of the things that will help is you got to surround yourself with the right community. You got to be around the right people. You got to be, you know, that's why we listen to things like this. That's why we read books. That's why we join, you know, whether it's a free or paid group or whatever, I don't care what it is, but put yourself around other people because that will be a lot of the encouragement that you need to stick with things and 
take the action that you need to take. You know, none of us are on an island and we all need a community. And that's the, the yep. absolute pleasure. I dread to think what people had to do 20, 30 years ago. You know, like I, I'm, I'm only 34, right? Mm-hmm. So I pretty much, my, my adult life, there has been the internet. There's been cell phones. Um, I've got an American there, cell phone. I've never said yeah. the word cell phone in my life. We call them mobile phones here. Um, <laughs> I don't know what, what come over me there. So I've, we've always been connected, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's, it can be if you use it correctly it can be the biggest gift can't it It can also be a curse just as easy totally um yeah well i used to have to get on a bike and ride to the library to look something up in an encyclopedia you know now we just pick a phone up and ask it a question and it gives us all these answers man i mean don't even have to type anything anymore yeah and so again that's a blessing but i think one of the things it's done for a lot of people is it it's spoiled us to where we just think everything success comes really quick you know, when, no, you got to keep getting up and showing up and be like water and just do that monotonous work that nobody wants to do over and over and over to get success. Yeah. There's no shortcut. Like it takes what it takes and success doesn't care how you feel. Doesn't care. It just, it, there's a football coach here, Nick Saban in the United States. And, and he's like, success takes what it takes, period. Like that's one of his big things. And it's like, it's a process. You've got to follow the process, yep. you know, and the process doesn't care how you feel today. <laughs> I, I love the phrase that, that all, most overnight successes take 10 years. Right. You know, so we only yep. see the tip, don't we? The, 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 mm-hmm. the good things, the, 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 the fast part, but no one sees the five, 10 years of graft mm-hmm. hustle, you know, perseverance yep. that someone's put in. Well, you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm, uh, right about 10 years now with doing what I'm doing now. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and the first several years I was doing podcasts and videos and social media posts and blog posts, and nobody ever listened to anything. Nobody ever watched anything. I mean, it was years and years and years and years. And within like the last three, four years, our brand and our company and our bank accounts have exploded because I look at it like the bamboo tree, man. I don't know if you know about bamboo. It's pretty crazy. Like you, you bamboo grows under the ground for like four years. It never comes up because it's building this root system. And then when it finally pops up out of the ground, it shoots up like 60, 80 feet in like eight weeks. Like it's just crazy, but it's been growing the whole time. And that's why I tell people like, man, just keep showing up. Keep putting in the work that it compounds over time. There was a book, Malcolm Gladwell, right? Called the tipping point years ago. Yeah. It's like everything has a tipping point and um, you will never reach that tipping point. You know, if, if you're not just consistently showing up, doing the, the hockey work stick, the it's the hockey stick sees. effect, isn't it? You know, yeah. the, the, all, the, the, it's, it's flatlining and slight yep. growth for such a long time. And then all of a sudden up we go. Yep. And um, um, yeah, it, it's definitely the modern world doesn't doesn't gear you up for that though because everything's mm-hmm. instant now yeah. Do you know you if your amazon delivery is 24 hours late you've, you the world's <laughs> ended isn't it you know it's, it's crazy times yeah I, like i remember um we when i was a kid we made popcorn on the stove right yeah that now you throw it in a microwave right i remember our first tv that had a remote control had a wire that went to the tv <laughs> <laughs> so you couldn't sit too far away from the TV as long as the wire was right. Um, yeah, there's so many things, you know, the, the phone, like I remember 
I, I worked for my uncle. He's a painting contractor and I worked for him for years. And, um, I had a pager, you know, and it would, he would page me and I'd be on a job site and I'd have to like get in the van and I'd have to drive down the road to the nearest gas station and throw quarters in the phone and call them. Like we literally had no mobile phones. So see, I used your word there. Yes, um, you did. <laughs> so, you know, it's, so yeah, it's a blessing. I mean, I, there, and that's why I think it's, there's never been an easier time to build a business and be successful because a lot of these things are blessings, right? We just got to keep it in perspective that, you know, um, don't let it spoil you, you know, look for the hard way, look for the uncomfortable stuff. That's where you grow. Yeah, definitely. hundred percent yeah. agree with that. Um, so mo moving on a little bit, obviously, I think I've already mentioned it a bit earlier in the conversation, but I'm holding a copy of your book here. Um, so what led you to, to, to make, make the book? Uh, well, no, what, what led you to publish the book? Cause a lot of sure. people want to write a book where you've actually <laughs> made, made it happen. So yeah, take us on a, on, on a bit of, a bit of the history of that. Yeah. So a lot of stuff that we talk about here is the mindset. We dig into some marketing sales, building your team, um, you know, the community you hang with a lot of things we've skimmed over here today. I go deeper in and share a lot of different stories. There's some how to's there's a lot of kicks in the, in the butt, you know, and this and that, um, tried to really just get to the point with no fluff. Cause I want to, I wanted to write a book that I would read, which is just straight to the point, no fluff. It's, you know, under 150 pages. Um, and I wrote it and published it because these are things that I've been saying from the stage for many years uh, in certain pieces of content and coaching groups and all this other stuff. And every time I'd share this stuff, people would give me feedback, like, man, like the mindset thing, you know, I was in special ed for two years and I rode the short bus, like I said, and all that other stuff. When I shared that I had this baggage that I thought I was stupid, you know, I've had grown men in their forties and fifties come up to me after I shared that from the stage with tears in their eyes going, I thought I was the only one. And so I was just like, well, how, how do I help more people? Right. And so I, I, I just put it in a book because not everyone's going to see the YouTube thing. Not everyone's going to listen to the podcast. Not, you know, I wanted to just put everything in a place where it would be helpful for people. And we could reach more um, men and women that, you know, want to get better. So fantastic. And, yeah. and I, and I'm, I'm guessing any, any of the listeners right now, we can just head over to Amazon is probably the best place or your website. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. You can go to Amazon. Um, you can go to the contractorfight.com uh, forward slash book. And I don't know how it's going to work out for you guys on the other side of the pond, but uh, here in the States, you can get the book for free at the contractorfight.com forward slash book. You just got to pay for shipping and handling. But my guess is if you're in the UK or outside of the United States, it'll be cheaper for you to just get it on Amazon because the shipping and handling would be, you know, I just shipped a bunch of books I was telling you earlier and it was 30, 40 bucks to ship a book, depending on where I was shipping. Yeah. So yeah. So Amazon um, as, as with, as with most things yeah. nowadays, isn't it? Amazon's the, uh, the answer and the solution. Well, and, well, and dude, everything. I tell you, man, it was crazy. We, um, we had this big event in Denver, um, in September called the mile high profit summit. I had about 350 contractors there from all over the place. Oh, wow. And one, uh, one of the things we wanted to do is we wanted to give everybody a copy of the book. Right. And, um, people knew I was writing a book. We told them it was coming in the winter and we were going to surprise everybody at the event and hand them out. Those who were in person at the event would get a copy first, right? Before anyone else, which they did. Um, 
we put the order in when we had to order them through Amazon because it was the fastest way we could get them. Right. We put an order in for like 450, 500 books or whatever it was on a Tuesday. All right. Friday, they were at my house. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, you brought up Amazon, like, you know, within 24 hours, you got something. I mean, I'm, I ordered something the other day. I forget it was piece for my video equipment or whatever little thing. Right. I, I want to say I ordered it at like three o'clock in the afternoon and it was at my house the next day by 6 PM. Yeah. It's, it's phenomenal like, machine, isn't it? Yeah, How it's, yeah, we, it's... I don't know about like <laughs> I live in a, in, in what we call over here, a village, right. Which is okay. like, you've got out of the town. It's just like little mm-hmm. rural place. And I can order stuff. I think if it's before two o'clock, it will come by 10 o'clock that night. Not everything, but like certain oh my items. God. <laughs> so the same day, like it, it is just a phenomenal yeah. machine, isn't it? I just, well, that just a, a coaching point for contractors listening. This is why it's so important for you to dial in your systems, your processes, your efficiencies, and get rid of the chaos and replace it with order in your company, like we've you and I have talked about in the past, right? Like it's because this is the experience that people are used to now. And so they're used to they push a button, a thing shows up same day for you, next day for me. Yet when they call a contractor or film a fill a form out on their website, it's like crickets for a week. And they don't get back to them. They don't return the call. They don't, they're not even checking their website to see if any forms came in or whatever it was. Um, I'm to the point, somebody asked me, Tom, somebody fills something out on my website. You know, what's an acceptable amount of time to get back to them? I said, if it's not, if, if it's after business hours that that thing comes through, right. Then first thing next day, right. That's kind of like acceptable. If it's during business hours, I expect a call from a company within minutes. Five minute rule I have in my business. Yeah, I ex- within minutes. minutes I expect some yeah. sort of a reply. Um, I recently did yeah. a, um, a a training speech to to a bunch of guys uh, about customer expectation mm. and how you know I'm going to generalize here, but the older yeah. contractors, older business owners, their reality is a bit different to what the customers' expectations are right now. I think yes. that's a polite way of saying the oldies might be a bit yeah. left behind. And basically the point of the the talk that I that I gave to these guys was that put yourself in their shoes. What do you expect? You expect confirmation emails, reminder, you know, d- d- review requests at the end, you know, mm-hmm. follow-ups to make sure there's not been no problem with, you know, you expect all of this with anything you buy. Yeah. In the speech I use like a fridge as an example. You go onto like the the appliance shop and you'd you'd check out the reviews you would check out mm-hmm. the you know the delivery times when it can be done you'd pay, make your purchase you'd expect the confirmation a receipt you'd expect a delivery email you'd expect a on the route email you'd expect all of this stuff but mr joe blogs the plumber just rings up and says yeah i might come around this week do you know <laughs> or, yeah. or not it's, it's like <laughs> what the heck what the yeah. hell are people doing out there yep. yeah it's uh I, I truly think the, um, the future of contracting services is going the way of Amazon, like where, and I'm already starting to see it with, with some people, um, where, and I I don't want to get into this big thing now with people listening to this going, there's no way you can bid stuff over the computer on a website. You got to go see it and all this other garbage. Okay. That's, that's easy to deal with down the road. But so what I'm talking about is like, if you're a painting contractor, 
there, you should have a website now where somebody goes on and could put in the rough dimensions of their room, what they want painted, click a couple boxes, they hit a button and spits the price out. Right. And then they can buy it. They can order the painting. Okay. The painting project. And then when they're checking out, it'll say other people have bought this just like Amazon, like, you know, uh, Purchase a uh, a discounted pressure wash for the exterior of your house, you know, save 20% or whatever it might be. Like, I just think there's, or if you just did the walls, right, it's going to say other people added the ceilings, add your ceilings for only this. Like, I just, that's what, like you said, those are the expectations of customers. Um, and yet contractors continually make it harder for people to spend money with them because yeah. they don't communicate well. They Sim- don't talk about money and all this either. Simple stuff. things like online booking, just a book. An right. appointment, let alone right. let alone like like a quote visit or or a sales visit. As I try to mm-hmm. keep telling myself, I try to not use the word quote anymore internally. Yeah. It's a sales visit. Um, you know, you, if you can't book it online, like I just know personally, if I can't book my, we have this thing in the in the UK called an MOT. Every year, you have to take your car to get checked. It does the emissions and stuff. If yeah. I can't book it online. They ain't getting my it. business because I, you know, yeah, simple as that. <laughs> All right. This sounds horrible. I owe an urgent care place. Um, I don't know what you call them there, but little doctor's office. You know, if you have, if you cut your hand, you go, you don't go to the hospital. You can go to the hospital to the emergency room, but they also have like little smaller. Yeah. We, ur- my, minor, cares. minor emergency care. Yeah. I think we call them. So here, yeah. I sliced my thumb a while back, went to the urgent care. Got it fixed up. Um, and this is a shame. I owe them like 160 bucks. Okay. The check is in an envelope sitting on a shelf next to my front door right now. It's been there for over a week because I don't have a stamp. Okay. And they've been sending me a bill in the mail, not email, in the mail for like, two or three months and I haven't paid it. This is awful. I should pay my bill. Right. Um, so it's on me. I'm not, but they don't have an online payment thing. Crazy. So it's like, how are you in business in any industry in 2021? And you don't have a way for people to pay you on their phone or website or something like that. Now this is totally on me. I'm not, I'm not trying to like make myself out to be the good guy here, but again, this is just another example of how a business is not making it easy to collect money. I can't imagine how much time they're spending stuff in a stupid envelope, sending it out to their customers when just set up a portal and contractors, guys, listen to this. A lot of you guys have this issue too. You're like, well, I don't want to pay the 3% credit card fee. Like that is so small minded. Okay. Those companies that accept credit cards actually have higher, higher average job sizes. Okay. People are more likely to swipe a card with you because they're not physically writing the check and seeing the money leave their bank account. They just swipe a card. So, and, and if you're worried about 3% in processing fees and you don't know your math as a business. Okay. Um, I have a very good friend of mine who's a multimillionaire was in business forever. He just retired not too long ago. He didn't take credit cards until like the last two years of him owning his business before he sold it. And he said to me, he's like, oh my God, I was so stupid. I can't believe I was this short-sighted, man. We're just crushing it. Our sales is going through the roof because we made it easy for people to buy from us. Yeah. So if you're a contractor listening to this, get your head out of your butt. 
Okay. <laughs> Make it easy for people to give you money. So remove the restriction. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that, that's yeah. On every step of the journey, the least restriction, the better, isn't it? hundred percent, man. Well, you, you talked about online scheduling back in, um, I think it was around t- 2010. Um, I owned a painting company back then and we were doing hundreds of jobs a year. And what we found from our Google analytics was that people were filling out our contact forms after 9 PM on Sunday nights, more than any other day of the week. And, um, and most of the forms that we got were after business hours through our website. And then, you know, what has to happen. You come in the next morning, your office manager goes through them all and calls everybody and sets appointments. And it's very labor intensive. And, uh, so there was a thing and it's still around. It's called you, you can book dot me or whatever it is. You can book me. It's an online scheduling. Then this is back in over this 11 years ago, at least I think it was that we put that on our website where we put pictures of the different estimators and salespeople that we had. You could book an appointment, a little bio, and you could book appointment with whatever one you wanted. It's synced with our Google calendars. And we would, instead of us having all these calls to return and stuff, our phones would just ding all the time with appointments that were set. And a lot of times, you know, we would just pick up the phone and call them. It might be a past customer that wanted something done. And it'd be like, Hey, Wayne, what's up? You know? And they're like, yeah, well, I just filled the thing out 10 minutes ago and you're calling me now. And I'm like, cause I'd be out, you know, working or whatever. Yeah. And I go, yeah, what are you looking to do? And he's like, yeah, I want to, we want to do our deck or we want to paint this room. And I'd be like, all right, you know, that's, that's going to be around, you know, two grand or so you want to get it on the schedule. He's like, yeah. So now it just saved all this time. It made it easier for them. And dude, like you, if I can't book something on somebody's website, I back button and leave. And I, most people, I, I wish I could remember the stats on this. Um, but like when somebody calls your office, most contractors don't answer the phone Yeah. and what the heck is it? God, I, I just did a training on this like six months ago and now, I, now I'm blowing. So the stat I'm going to give you is close. It's probably not exact, but it's like, if somebody, 85% of the people that call you and you don't answer will not leave a voicemail and they will call someone else and not call you back. That's why you need to invest in an office manager or answering service or something. You need to answer your dang phone because people will move on to your competitor like that. I do it all the time, man. Like if I, I, we were doing work around the house. Yeah. I'm ashamed to say I ran my business for Mm -hmm. probably four to five years on a voicemail. Oh, yeah. Fuck them. If they ain't going to leave a voicemail, fuck them. <laughs> that was my attitude. What the hell? You know, obviously yep. I was naive and young back sure. then. And, yeah. But that was my mentality. It would be like, well, you know, I did, I saw having an office staff mm-hmm. as, as a cost, not an right. investment. And, yeah. you know, and yeah, once I realized that, wow, no, that was a big mistake. So, so we, we've taken it a step further now. We, we, we actually, uh, train uh we have a sales training program obviously for salespeople and owners but we also train what we call their gatekeepers the people that answer the phone we teach them how to pre-qualify and sell small jobs over the phone and things like that so it never has to go to a salesperson and now that person is not an expense they're actually you know an investment that you're making into the revenue and profit of your business because you're more efficient it's easier for the customer to, to book a job or whatever it is um so yeah those who are listening man this is low hanging fruit like answer your dang phone, make it easy for people to connect with you, to communicate, to schedule, to pay you. 
Um, and right there, you're going to differentiate from 90. You're already in the, the top 5%, aren't right? you? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yep. Yeah, probably one top 1%. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Wow. Um, right. Well, we, we're coming up towards the, the, the end of the hour. So for, I'm sure everyone that's listening is going to want to hear a little bit more about, about you, Tom. And, and so what's your podcast for starters? Where, where let's point people over to your show so people can have a good listen. Yeah. Wherever you listen to a podcast, just type in the contractor fight and, uh, and we got a lot of good stuff there, been doing it for a long time. I think we're well over 400 episodes now. And then we have another show called the uh, contractor sales training podcast. So I have two of those and that's hundred and something episodes now and contractor fight TV on YouTube. So all these places just go anywhere online, type in the contractor fight and we'll show up, man. Excellent. Lovely. So yeah. guys, make sure you go and you go and seek this out because the, the knowledge, the expertise is, uh, is second to none for sure. I, I always try and get a little bit of, uh, you know, a bit of a random question in not, not, uh, right. it's not really that random, but what would you say for, for someone sitting there now that's, that's got a small business, you know, they're struggling What's the, the 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 next couple of steps that they can take to move forward? Where where should they go? What should they do? So some sort of actionable things for them, whether it be a book or or some not advice. Yeah, you know, first thing that always comes to my mind is find it, find a community, right? Yeah. You're not on an island, and I guarantee you, the problems you're having are not unique to you. <laughs> and um, some of the best. Um, progress I've made in, in my businesses through the years are just by associating with people that are a half a lap ahead of me in something that have gone through something and can make perspective. So I would just encourage people, of course, you know, listen to our shows and, you know, check our books out and whatever we have going on, but like, just if nothing else, try, try to find a group of, of other men and women contractors that, are just a little bit ahead of you to where you're not always the smartest guy in the room. Right. I always look, I want to be the dumbest guy in the room because that means I'm learning something. So, um, that, that was first thing that come to my mind. And then I would say, if I go specifically, like if you're struggling with, um, not knowing your numbers, cause I know a lot of contractors have that issue. Um, and you need a little motivation to maybe raise your prices or dial things in a little bit or bit better, just start job costing every job. <laughs> and, and the numbers, like, it's funny, man, people are like, I can't raise my prices. And I'm like, well, just job cost the next 10 jobs or next five jobs and then come back. And hundred percent of the time they come back, they're, they're like, oh my God, I'm not making the money I thought I was making. I'm going to raise my prices. So, cause the math doesn't lie. So yeah. Um, yeah, man. But I think it's just hang around people that are going to rub off on you in a good way. Excellent. Absolutely love that. Yeah. Community is, is, mm. is a very great answer. And on that note, um, Tom has been kind enough to donate some time to deliver a, a session on the trades growth summit, which is, mm. if you haven't heard about the trades growth summit, it's an online event, uh, where we've got 30 plus world speak industry leading speakers from all walks of life, all backgrounds. Um, and, fundamentally you know it's going to be a community of people that are, are looking to improve and, and and move their life and business forward so a little plug for that as it come up in the in in what we were talking about it's tradesgrowthsummit.org 
all you've got to do it's a non-profit event it's raising money for help for heroes is head over to the website it explains everything and uh like i say tom has been kind enough to 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 get involved and and, and deliver a, a training on people and and staff and and, and lots more there's is very very great content so head over there uh right i, I think for me you know i think i've uh, i think i've got out everything i wanted to ask you on on this one i'd love to get you back on again um because yeah, i think there's a lot more what. conversation to have around everything that that, that you're doing and you're obviously a very knowledgeable man with lots to share, which is fantastic because sadly a lot of people try and keep, keep knowledge to themselves. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, you know, I, I find the more you give, the more you get, man. So it's, it's that, uh, and, and I wasn't always that way. Right. I think we take some time to learn that, you know, I think a lot of people are holding things close to their chest. And what I found is that the most successful people actually want to share their success with other people. They want to see other people succeed. And that's why you and I do what we do, man. We want other people to win. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, you know, you have any negative self-talk in your head around, you know, successful people, you know, don't want to give knowledge and help and all these, that's a crock, man. I, I promise you, um, the, those who are winning want others to win. It's that yeah. simple. So seek them out, hang out with them, and good stuff will happen. Lovely. I'll leave it at there. Cool. Have All a good right, evening, man. everyone. I really hope you enjoyed the show. Um, I just wanted to pull it out there for anyone listening that I offer business coaching but also life coaching. My life is centered around something called the free Bs, which stands for body, business, and balance. When you work with me as a coach, we tackle all three aspects of life. So you as an individual, body, mindset, health, fitness, knowledge, education, Business B obviously stands for your business, improving, maximizing opportunities, elevating, making more money. And balance stands for your for friends, family, loved ones, you know, making time for everything in your life. And the free Bs is the core element to that. If you'd like to learn more, I would ask you to reach out to me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you might be consuming my information. Um, or you can email me directly at wayne at offthetools.co.uk. I'm here waiting to assist you to elevate across all aspects of life. Have a good one. No excuses. Let's go.